Uh, my connection's all fucking up. Anyways, 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 how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? How are we all doing here? You are listening to the McDanner Podcast. What's your host, Danny Garcia? I hated that. <laughs> I hated that fucking interest. Jesus Christ, why does this fucking phone won't go up? Uh, it's already disaster. It's already a disaster. It's all fucking... Anyways, fuck this phone. Anyways, how are you all doing tonight? I hope everybody's good. God, it just, um, it's been a weird morning, man. I woke up. Uh, I still feel tired. I got my, uh, two shots of coffee from a local coffee shop there from where I live. And, uh, then I had to buy, um, it's a weird thing. I had to buy a face moisturizer because I was out of face moisturizer. And, um, I stopped by the CVS's down the street. Fucking face moisturizer costs about, it costs like, it costs 14 bucks just to keep your face fucking hydrated. It's not bad enough that we got to pay two bucks for water. And now, to keep my face from falling off, I got to pay 14 fucking dollars? It's freaking bullshit. I mean, I could, I could try coconut oil or something, but that, that's not going to work. Or I don't know. What do, what do the Africans use? You know, I, I say Africans. Like, I just lumped every country in Africa as one. And it's specific countries within the continent that do different shit. Well... Whatever country it is, there's a certain tribe where they rub mud on their face and there's fucking people walking around in their 80s that look like they're 25. It's freaking amazing. I want to find that shit out. You just watch. Neutrogena or Aveeno is going to find out about that mud and soon they're going to start selling it overseas. Jack up the price, 50 bucks for a tub of mud. And you know what they're doing? They're just going to get a bunch of Africans to scoop it up, put it in a bucket, then they ship it over here. It only costs them, what, 20 bucks in shipping? And then they make it all back a thirty dollar profit, or you know, by charging fifty or eighty. God, they probably even charge a hundred bucks. They could they could sell that shit. I remember when I was at the mall, and every mall, those the little kiosk. Every mall you go, every mall you go to, you're gonna see one kiosk where, where there's there's always a guy. He's he's either from uh, or she, he she, one of them. They 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 either come from Greece or somewhere in that area, Israel. I forget my countries, but anyways, they're always selling Dead Sea mineral uh, uh, cream, and then they, and they always they they hunt you down and they won't let you pass, and then they they have you try the cream and and it feels pretty good. They rub it on your face and then you see your skin tighten for a little bit, and it's so so you think that wow this is making me young at the moment. It, it only lasts for like five minutes, but they but they try to sell you that shit and I, and I guess this sea has special minerals that you could only get from that part of the world and. That's why they're all young. Or not. I don't, I don't know. Do people from uh, Israel look young? I don't see a lot of them. A lot of young looking Jews. Let's see. Let me try to think of one. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't look too bad. Uh, oh. Yeah, but she's only, she's she's in her early 30s. That Wonder Woman girl. Gail, Gal Gadot. I can't say she looks young because she is young. That doesn't count. You got to check back on her in a few years. See if that Wonder Woman outfit still fits on her. I'm not saying she's going to get fat. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, as we all get older, we, we, we get a little flabby. Um, I used to have a rippling six pack in my 20s. Now I'm 31 and it's just, uh, it's, it's all jigglage. It's, it's just, it, it jiggles, it wiggles. It's like, uh, it's like it's like young cheese 
It still doesn't look bad, but it's it's just it's in its youth. But you but you see where it's going. The wrinkles are coming in. And it's uh I don't know, doing the sit-ups now just seem it seems more of a hassle. It was a lot easier back then when you had hormones. Just it was so uh it it wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard. Um Anyways, before I go any further, I should probably mention where we're at. Uh, where, or not where we're at, but where you could hear this podcast. Um, Comedy Schools, uh, Tony changed the fucking website. Now it's a network. So Comedy School Radio, Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. You could check out all the shit. McDanner podcast. Um, you could check out his stuff, Tony's stuff. Uh, this great American comedy podcast. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry, Tony. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, check him out. <laughs> Uh, two hours talks to uh, top comedians throughout the country and and uh, it, you know just shoots the shit kind of like what I'm doing with myself uh, uh, if uh, I know I kind of I, I said earlier that uh, Amy Pecora and Rob Lewis are going to be here Amy she uh, Amy Pecora of course was uh, on say yes to the dress um, I never watched the show but it it, it looked it looked fun. R- reality shows, you know, talk all the shit you want, but uh, they're they're fun, and that's what TV should be. It should just be entertaining. Uh, stop trying to push an agenda or get people to. I don't know. It just seems, it seems weird. Every show's trying to get really political. It's like, can can I just have a show for people like me, the dummies, the dummies that just want to point and laugh at the monkey that's smoking a, cigar- a cigarette? Does it always have to be a message, some kind of social message in there? It's like I I'm not gonna change the world. Let's not forget about the dummies. I'm in that category. We we need attention too. We just need we we just need a simple show with simple premises. Nothing that makes us think too hard, right? It's bad enough. We all can't be geniuses. But anywho, uh, yeah, uh, Amy Amy and Rob are going to be here any minute. They're just running a little late. Had to get gas and shit. It's um, it happens. I was almost late to my own show. Uh, trying to get the coffee trying to buy fucking moisturizer it took me five minutes to buy moisturizer because I, I i was just i was just in awe of the price to keep your face from falling off and i don't know how they justify 14 dollars and they're, they're, what ingredients are they using like they, they i don't think they're using some of the rarest form of i don't know cat piss or whatever it's it's i they're just it's like any other chemical crap you could find in in in, in anything Okay, this they they use a couple things that that jojoba jojoba oil whatever the fuck it's called, uh, a cacao bean and uh, I don't know they they always run some sort of chocolate or some bullshit. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, hey go ahead, scream. Don't worry, but bother the neighbors. It's fine. Here, have a seat, <laughs> sir. Uh, uh, Amy Pecora, Rob Lewis are here, the power couple, or as I know them as uh, rum and coke. <laughs> Crown and Coke, come on. Crown and Coke, sorry, yeah. Uh, Crown guy. Get it right. I remember in L.A. uh, When we were in L.A., we were taking Crown shots. That's right. Yeah. One of my favorite drinks. Oh, I'll shake your hand. How you doing? Good, good. Good to see you. Amy, good to see you. Here, get closer. Get closer to each other. (laughs) I'm trying to hold this stupid-ass pop filter. Yeah, I never can get it to work. Ah, whatever. This this thing's going to sound like shit. I don't care. All right. You're going to hear my piece popping, you... (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't think of a I couldn't think of a an, an insult uh, but uh, yeah glad you guys are here I was just telling them how uh, I was almost late to the show too because I had to stop at CVS to get some face moisturizer <laughs> fucking 14 bucks to keep your face from falling off isn't that bullshit well yeah I mean it's 
uh, not well spent either, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Rob has all those expensive dreams. Seriously. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, it beats it beats plastic surgery though, right? I mean, you know, fourteen bucks is better than a facelift. Right? Yeah, that, that's true. You don't put fifty grand in your face, and they're basically melting. They're just melting Barbie dolls and injecting them into your eyeballs, you know. <laughs> well, and this is the second time where I get in the car to go to, like, a show or a podcast, and he didn't tell me where to gas. So <laughs> the last time it happened, I'm on the way to a book show and have, like, no time to get there, and he didn't tell me we were out. So. I, I didn't tell her that we're out of gas in her car. So. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was driving I haven't me. mastered that telepathy. <laughs> so this is the second time, so right. he's kind of going to be in trouble later. Oh. What else do you both do that you hate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have a, I'm start a fight on the show. It's going to be great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's... it's you can never flush the toilet. <laughs> we might need some crown in here to, like, you know... Well, it's only it's only in, in, in woman logic that it's the, <laughs> the guy's fault that her car is out of gas. Uh. You know, or it's always my fault that we're, like, ten minutes late to the uh, flight. So <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but so I wanted to ask you <laughs> how you came up with the McDanner name. Uh, it was uh, my brother and my cousin. It was a name that was given to me when we were 14. Oh, really? We, we went through the stage where we were adding that, uh, that like, what would you call it, a prefix? The, the Mick from, uh, you, you know, Irish people having their name. Yeah. Like, uh, right, right, right. Connor McGregor and shit. Right. We were adding that in front of everything. It's just that silly thing amongst friends where we're like, hey, you want a McDonough? Hey, you want to eat a Mc? Hey, you McDumbass. Hey, McIdiot, come here. And then it just, with me, it became McDanny, McDanner, and it just, it kind of stuck. It's a silly, stupid fucking name, and I thought, hey, what the hell, use it. So it goes way back. Yeah, <laughs> way, way back. I thought it was probably for me to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> he just really <laughs> likes McDonald's. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did have McDonald's for the first time in a long time, uh, a few weeks ago, the, the fries. I try to stay away from the shit, you know. I'm getting older, things are starting to jiggle. I'm trying to <laughs> stay away from certain foods, but, uh, that dude, it's, all right, I, I've never done this drug, but imagine if you had a bad meth habit, then you get off, but then 20 years later, you see that guy shaking in the corner, and you're like, ah, oh, he's having a good time. Like, that's that's what McDonald fries, like, it's still, I can still taste it in the back of my tongue, like, those, right. those fucking fries, there's, st- anytime I drive by a McDonald's and I smell those goddamn fries, I'm like, Jesus, like, that's the temptation to pull over and, and just do that drug one more time. That's me and the apple pies, I'll just oh, get, God. like, oh, a the whole apple bag pies. of those. It's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff them in a cup of ice cream, you know, that's... <laughs> Dude, what, you hide them? Like, you just load them up and... <laughs> I don't I'm like buying a soda, and you just right. stick, like, four apple yeah, pies in there. I one. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll order, like, uh, an apple pie for her, and then she said my husband will, like, seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even want uh, She blames it on you, yeah. oh, this guy, yeah. This guy. Yeah. That happens, you know. That's a, that's what uh, that's what's great about being in a relationship. When certain things get fucked up, you can blame it on the other one, you know. Or in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm blamed for everything. <laughs> that's what you're there for. That's my, that's my role. Yeah. So, yeah, and I thought today would be a good opportunity to, uh, me and you, Danny, gang up on Rob to get him into comedy. <laughs> I thought we have a perfect opportunity. Hey, yeah, so what's, what's up with that? I well, thought see, you were going to start. Not, I, but I'm not funny. That's the only thing. Oh, you're funny. We're all funny. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So hey. I, I try to get him uh, to do an open mic or something like that. Yeah. Um, but even as drunk as I've gotten him, he's still, I can't get him up there. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, one of the things about doing comedy, it's like, I, well, I was afraid to do it, too. It, it's because um, you're up there and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Until you learn a structure of how it works, there is a structure to comedy. But like, unless if you don't, it, it's sort of like uh, if I I gave you an IKEA table without the instructions, you're like, well, what the fuck do I do? That's that's kind of right. comedy. So uh, you know, if you want, um, you have some ideas 
I could help, you know, send you some notes on, on the structure. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be a little more. It'll give you a little more confidence. It sounds something is like something is fun. You always flirt with the idea of doing it, but you know, I, I was the guy in class that I thought I was funny as hell, but nobody mm. else did. You know, so <laughs> it, was, it was like, but well, uh, yeah, you don't know how much is involved until you start doing it. Yeah, There's such a structure, and um, you know, I wanted to start doing comedy about a year ago. Now I think I've been doing it, and. Then after years of marriage, Rob said, that's always been my dream. Hmm. And I'm like, how did I not ever know this about you? Yeah, so well, he's definitely got to get up there, too. Well, did you feel like, because uh, I, you know, I used to tell people, uh, back then I used to tell people I wanted to be a, com- a comedian, but I was also afraid to say it because it's, it's almost like a, you feel like that five-year-old that says, I want to grow up to be a dragon. It's totally. like they pat you on the head, like, oh, that's cute. You know, like, right, right, when you right, right. even now, if I tell p- people that don't know, if I tell them I do comedy, I'm a comedian, they look at me like, oh, that's cute. Isn't yeah. that adorable? He yeah. thinks he could say stuff. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell people forever because especially, you know, being lawyers, people, you know, think it's very bizarre, <laughs> I think. But lawyers, do, uh, one of the greatest comics, Greg Giraldo, he was a Harvard Law, uh, Harvard Law uh, graduate lawyer. Oh, really? He gave it up because he's like, I want to do comedy. And he was, he was fucking genius. Like, yeah, I'm just waiting for the day I can just be just a comedian and get rid of this law crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I can't dance, I can't sing, so my only shot of fame has got to be a, a comedian, you know. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. Yeah. Can't dance or sing. Not good looking, you know. So it's oh, like stop whatever, it, you know, it's like, you know, sir! You're never handsome. Gonna, n- never gonna, never gonna make it anywhere. But not funny, even with right. that face yeah. cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need lots of face. Oh, sir, you're wonderful. I mean, I love you, Amy, but I'm, I'm really trying to get to him. I told Rob after we talked. I'm gonna split you guys up and. Yeah, I'm like, I think he invited me just so that you'd come, Rob. I think I'm just invited to get you here. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to marry Rob. That's. <laughs> yeah. I gotta look out for you. Yeah. Yeah. I got my eye on you. I'm kidding. You guys are awesome, man. I, dude, yeah. Uh, uh, another reason why you guys are on the show. You're just fucking fun people. I remember in LA, we were doing uh, Roy- Crown Royal shots and shit, and just just shooting the shit. Well, that's the great thing about you know Amy's uh, you know involvement with the group and the comedians is now now I've like jumped in on that and yeah. started grabbing friends and and it's a good time for you know me to just come hang out and do shots with uh, you know hang out and have a good time. Yeah, and we had the Crown Royal. I knew we'd be best buds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's blood Danny's brothers. Danny's a good guy. Yeah. There's blood brothers and there's Crown Royal brothers. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. so. Hey, you're cutting me out again, the brother yeah. thing. There like, you go. I'm getting squeezed out yeah. again. No, no, uh, your sister. There you go. <laughs> I think I'd write, I, sh- I drank your shot too, though. Yeah, I guess I didn't really hold my own that night. Oh. So. Or Danny maybe had mine. I'm not sure. I, I probably did. I don't know. I was I was in the yeah. mood. So. <laughs> that was fun, though. I'm excited to do that. Maybe, I think, aren't we doing that next month, too? I think so. So um, that'll be fun again. Be prepared. Yeah, it's always a good time. It's I'm always fun when the comedians go out after. It's yeah. It's never dull. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good or bad, say, at least, you know, you got people that, you know, surrounded by people that have a similar experience, so you could kind of go over it, like, oh, I sucked a dick tonight. Oh, it was good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so yeah. fun but yeah i mean uh dude get into comedy <laughs> i really want him to so he gets all the you know perks of having friends all the comedian friends but then he doesn't do have work. to do any work. Yeah, yeah. I, have to do the work. <laughs> I don't have to get up there i just gotta hang out and, yeah. you know drink beer and uh, laugh you know Nothing i'll say this that. uh you know even if, if you feel you're not that funny at first uh, dude uh, most comedians I see out here aren't that great either. So like, I think you gotta just keep doing it. That's my yeah. my strategy. Just keep doing it, and you can't it help but get better. I think so. Yeah. It. I mean, it, those first few years do kind of suck, but they're fun. They're just. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm. I'm only. 
a year and some change in and like i have some great nights and other nights well like this past wednesday at tempe improv i fucking hated it i, I sucked a dick up there and i was i just you always but it do happens. awesome but uh <laughs> yeah, no, you, do. you, you do. always say you that and you always do awesome <laughs> <laughs> well this one was it but you know it, it happens and it, it it's just i, I don't know I, I feel once you do it you're kind of like uh and if you and if you know the structure and if you do it once and you know the structure it's kind of you, you, even if you don't do it so great up there you still feel a little confident you're like all right i could do this again all right i got through that one yeah um, i think you know i've had some bad shows now i've done enough where there's nights where you're not totally on yeah. and i think you learn so much from those nights so yeah um if you don't have a off show you're not doing it enough yeah <laughs> I think our so. brain always goes a worst case scenario. Like some guy's gonna be like, "You suck," and throw a beer bottle. Yeah. But it, I didn't. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, but if you survive that, then you've done it, and now you're stronger for the next time, right? So yeah, there you go. go. Yeah, I've not really <laughs> dealt with he- hecklers so much yet. Hmm. So, so um, I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you if you do a set in front of a, like a really bad crowd where they just sit there and stare at you for five ten minutes, you know, hmm. and, and and you can get back up and do it again, then. You know, nothing can stop you at that point, yeah. right? You know? Yeah, and I just it, tell Rob... You can only get better from there, right? If, uh, yeah. And then I just have Rob at every show and, and make sure that he laughs at everything. <laughs> <laughs> just by force. Yeah, exactly. If not, I'm in trouble. Yeah. You know, I, Again. Yeah. I'm Next sleeping th- with a cat down on the sofa. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next thing you know, that bottle of Crown Royal is aimed at your head. <laughs> it just hits... It just, like, misses you by three inches and hits the wall behind you. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember you actually, Danny, you introduced me uh, on my very first show yeah. back then. Yeah. So and I remember I wanted to say something really funny because I introduced you on my second show. Yeah. And I thought, I really want to pay him back and, you know, do a good job. And I think I just called you my brother from another mother or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you go, why didn't you just say I have a little dick or something? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, no, that, that's I'm cool. I'm like, that's as funny as I have right now. Well, <laughs> well this is a, what's, what's weird about uh, – it's some people they're always they, it seems like some are worried about how do i introduce the next person i was like just worry about your set yeah yeah um uh wh- one thing i i do i feel like uh, I, well me personally when it comes to comedy it's like go feel free to go hard you know like talking shit like if you're friends with the person if you don't know the person maybe the little dick joke wouldn't work but like you know <laughs> just know for future references uh if you go before me we're friends you could go as hard and this guy has gonorrhea whatever who gives a shit just go with it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready to say that yet but no, <laughs> we'll get there we'll get yeah. there <laughs> that's funny uh, i just I, I like comedy with a I, I like comedy with a little bit of risk in it you know um it's easy even if if you know even once you start getting good at this I think some stick to certain safe subjects just for the last, but they're not afraid to push the envelope. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, if you want to stand out, I'm not saying be offensive on purpose, but, you know, dabble into those uh, controversial subjects that you feel might make the room uncomfortable. You never know. You can find a fucking diamond in there, but take a chance. Like, I I, I just see some that kind of they, they stick to the safe stuff. And they've been doing it for years, but they, they just... They want to play it safe and i'm like that's just people pleaser comedy crap it's it's great i mean you'll get the last but you ain't gonna stand out yeah you can't <laughs> worry about offending anybody with anything or you just won't be funny i think you have to just write without worrying and yeah. hope you don't get heckled or booed or anything yeah, yeah. no risk no reward and then yeah, i think right? it, it pays off to take the risks well think so. of a well think of your favorite comics like um the, the ones that you love when you're s- listening to one of their sets there's always a moment of like, holy shit, I didn't even notice that, or I didn't think of that. There's a reason they stood out, because 
for at a time that subject whatever they were talking about was probably a little oof yeah this is iffy but they took that chance and they worked at it and now you remember their fucking name uh, yeah and i like that you know even stuff that maybe you aren't totally comfortable talking about if uh you know maybe it's something you're embarrassed about in the past um when you talk about it on stage you own that and then you control that even if it's something that sucked in the past now it's making people laugh so hmm. it's crazy how it changes over time too i mean hmm. what was uh, a funny set you know 20 years ago or 30 years ago now would offend people so you got to kind of like you know uh take a look at you know what's worked in the past and make sure it's you know relevant through you know new lenses i guess but it uh yeah no no risk no reward and sometimes you, i think if you look back from you know from my perspective you look back at the funny comedians back in the day i mean sam kinson someone like that who who just goes out on a limb and just does something crazy just to be crazy whether it's yelling or whatever it is that that's exciting for him you know but you know ultimate success different than anybody else shoots up top and uh so yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe emulate him or something or something like just, that i'm just saying feel free to stand up i know uh, you but right now it's kind of rough because you know being new to comedy yeah it's a, it's a little iffy you know <laughs> it's, a, it's a little iffy um but whatever i, don't I know thought you've been doing about. it a lot longer i mean i didn't i didn't know how long you've been doing it but i just assumed you've been doing it for years no how this, comfortable you are up there um it's um it's weird because i always had i always had stage fright i was a little quiet oh, yeah? little fruity kid you know just quiet and just <laughs> Like, it, no confidence. I hate it going, getting up in front of class. Um, like, you remember in high school, you'd have to do a book report? That was fucking nerve-wracking, just to read a f- your stupid book report. But with comedy, it's sort of like, are, you're aware that you're going to look like an asshole, but now it's on my terms. Right. So that's why I feel comfortable. It's like, well, at least it's on, it's on my terms now. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not up there reading some shit about, that I wrote about Abraham Lincoln, and I don't really give a fuck about <laughs> it, you know, like, the shit I'm talking about off stage, I actually do give a fuck about, you know. Hippies bother me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're really good at uh, commenting on, you know, what we're, what we're all thinking, but no one will say it, but yeah. you'll say it. So, why'd you get into comedy, though? I don't even think I know that about you. Um, I just, dude, could you, I don't know, I'm trying to fuck with this microphone. Um, no, I've always wanted to do it since uh, since I was a teenager. It was just, but it was just a fear. It was a fear. My brothers and I, when we get together, we're we're always cracking jokes and riffing on each other. And there was just something that said, if, if people could hear this shit, the stuff we're saying, it, it's funny. And it's it's not just like typical. That's what she said. Humor. It's <laughs> like there was something creative to it. Like, um, this is really vulgar, but it's funny as shit. Uh, my my younger brother my youngest brother uh when he was a teenager he was he was a big pothead that's all i do just smoke pot and shit and uh, he would hang out with his buddies and they were just back and forth talking shit and during the middle of the argument my my brother goes shut up you like to suck dick with your ass and (laughs) just goes on and to me to this day it makes me laugh because it was like he basically it's it's typical uh, dirty guy humor like oh butt fucking but the thing is I know it sounds vulgar, but there's a point. <laughs> Let's get there, Danny. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a lot of talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to go camping with you anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I know how to keep you warm. But uh, <laughs> but, but no, the, it's because what he said is like, yeah, t- the, the, the joke overall is just like, uh, you, you're a butt fucker, whatever. But saying you're like sucking dick with your ass, what made it? It's like he took that phrase that everybody says. But he made it so creative. He added a few words. He turned it around. 
and it stood out to this day i'm thinking about it and when i say that to other people like if i just say to some random person you suck dick with your ass people go away laughing it's like I, that's a funny way of just saying so there you you could say shit that's already been said but just by changing the combination of words it it, that's th- there's the cre- that's the creativity that's the creativity that stands out so uh well yeah and some of it can take like 10 rewrites so it comes across on stage as uh you know you just thought of it but you know people don't know the work that kind of goes behind right crafting a joke quite that way yeah yeah playing it over and over and over to find that different angle or pause or something that makes it funny or makes it special you know I mean, it seems like that's that's the craft yeah just uh I don't, I don't know it's sort of a play on words like yeah, just, i don't know is there like a funny phrase you guys hear a lot or a certain word or or, or or like an insult for somebody that well i think that, you know one of the i think of you know we see so many comedians and hear so many jokes so if you remember somebody's joke i think that's how you know it's really good um <laughs> When you're a fellow comedian, and so one of my favorites is uh, your P Diddy uh, bit. Yeah. So you're talking, to, you know, um, talking about you know phrases or funny. The nicknames. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're so funny with the nickname thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, what what's that joke about P Diddy you have? Uh, it's like literally one of my favorites. Uh, I was saying how uh, how difficult it is to come up with a nickname, and uh, you know P Diddy had or Puff Daddy had to go through through different name changes before we all settled on dick face you know? yeah <laughs> so i actually got a nickname recently which someone gave me which is the way i think it has to go but uh, my new nickname is actually a cat no a cat a cat yeah Why? so i don't know how to i don't i don't know maybe who gave you that one um out at the lake i the, the lake friends gave that one to me oh okay. yeah you guys See, have lake I had friends? Too much, I had too much crown, I guess. I don't know that one, but yeah. Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> Wait, where are these lake friends? You're oh, out at Lake Making Pleasant. friends with lake people? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just some guy riding a crocodile? Lake Look at people? <laughs> they come out of the mud. You know? <laughs> yeah, so the now I just need people. to figure out how to get people to, you know, catch on. Yeah. But no, good friends in the lake, though. Yeah. But yeah, so guys want to see me shoot a duck and then tell a homo he can't get married. Yeah. <laughs> That's our hillbilly life that we hide from people. That's cool. That's right. Hillbillies are fun, man. They know how to. Uh, they do all the shit that I'm afraid to do. I I won't uh, get on jet skis or any like not that all of them have jet skis. They they don't even have jet skis. They'll they'll just rig up here's a log and I put a I I put a lawnmower engine on it and fuck it we're gonna hop this thing. <laughs> We'll make it run one way or another. Well, yeah, right. Rob's, Rob's a hillbilly at heart. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a hillbilly. He had some jet skis that were yeah, sinking yeah. on us. <laughs> did you, absolutely. Did, did you ever, like, Jimmy Rig shit? Like, it, like the stuff uh, as a kid that you, you didn't have the money for, you just kind of made, fuck it, we'll, we'll just get this together in a microwave. And <laughs> I still do that just for shits and giggles. Oh, right. yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, we're, look at that. It's 11.29. You got a minute left. Uh, do you? Are you performing next Friday or any shows coming um, up? Yeah, I'll be at uh, Tempe Center for the Arts next Friday. Oh, so will I. So check it out. Uh, go to uh, ComedySchoolRadios.com uh, and look up that shit. Get the goddamn tickets. It's going to be funny. That's going to be a good one. I love that venue. It's so awesome. Right next to the lake. Oh, I, yeah. It's one of my favorite venues. So people definitely got to come out to that yeah. one next Friday. Yeah. And Rob is going to... What, what are you up to? I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be the. Uh, uh, I'll be in charge of the beer. All right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be taking so, shots with Rob. Right, there. There That's what we're gonna do. So. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll also be in that one. And um, let's see. I, I got a show at uh, in Glendale the, uh, next Saturday. Um, what the fuck is it called? Uh, Desert Rose. Desert Rose uh, Steakhouse. 
I will be performing, and it should be pretty cool. Check it out. Go to my Facebook. Uh, check out uh, Desert Rose, uh, Danny Serrano's Facebook, uh, Gabe Beal's Facebook. We're promoting the shit. I'm trying to get people out. Holy crap, look at that. We're out of time. Well, you've been listening to the McDanner Podcast. Amy Pecora, thank you very much. Rob Lewis, I love you. I love you both. Uh, I wish you guys could adopt me somehow and shit. Like, not... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be like a kid. I just want to be like a pet. You know, just keep me in the cage and feed me corn. Like uh. Four cats and Danny. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we'll get a deal with a vet. We'll draft up the paperwork. Yeah. We'll figure it out. This is our pet. His name is Mungo. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, check it out. Uh, Comedy School Radio's... Uh, uh, dot, uh, what the fuck is it? Tony Chain's a goddamn website. Comedy School Radio Network. Network. Don't mind. I get random spurts of, like, anger, and then I'm back, like, to normal. It's just like... <laughs> I just, ah, and then I'm back to, ah, yeah. <laughs> it just <laughs> happens. Schools Radio Network. Network.com. Dot com, I yeah. Think, yeah. I need to be medicated. Anyways, that was the podcast. <laughs> this was McDanner. I'm your host, Danny Garcia. I love you all. Go get an omelet. Peace.